Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hey everybody, welcome to a bonus episode of the Bucketheads Podcast. My name is Connor Lamans. I'm coming at you about four hours after tip-off of Ohio State's game with Michigan State at the Schottenstein Center. Buckeyes won 80-69. to They jumped out to a 13-0 lead, which was a nice change of pace. Um, they had been playing catch-up in their past, I believe, four games. They've been trailing early, um, and they trailed at halftime of their last three games, but not tonight. Um, they had a 10-point lead at halftime tonight. Michigan State brought that down to two points midway through the first half. Ohio State got it back up to 10 points by halftime. Um, the second half, the lead pretty much fluctuated somewhere between 9 and 15 points for the whole game. Um, never really was in doubt every time Michigan State got it to within 9 or 10. Ohio State had a bucket to, to push it back. Um, Malachi Branham led Ohio State with 22 points on, I believe, 9 of 16 shootings. So he had a very good game. Um, EJ Liddell had 19 points and 8 rebounds. Jamari Wheeler had a very fine game himself. He had 16 points on four three-pointers. But the story of the night was Joey Brunk, who averages five minutes a game and one point per game. He had to start tonight because Zed Key and Kyle Young were both injured. Kyle Young is in concussion protocol. He is questionable for Sunday, but Ohio State hopes to have him back for the Big Ten tournament. Zed Key also questionable for Sunday versus Michigan. Joey Brunk scored 18 points tonight. In 33 minutes against Michigan State, he had, I believe, five rebounds as well. Six rebounds for Joey Brunk, 18 points. He had two steals, team high plus plus minus of plus 20. It was unbelievable. Um, I mean, plugging Joey Brunk into the starting lineup was definitely gave everybody some, you know, raising the eyebrows like, oh boy, this could be trouble. He was phenomenal. He had Michigan State jumping, biting on every single shot, fake head fate. Fake pivot, turn, spin, everything. They didn't dare double-team Joey Brunk. I don't think that Tom Izzo had the humility to double-team Joey Brunk, so he just continued to score. After the game, we talked to Joey Brunk. We talked to EJ Liddell and Chris Holden about the game. 
We also spoke to Tom Izzo, who was not happy, and Gabe Brown from Michigan State, who was even less happy. I thought it was pretty cool in the press conference that EJ Liddell, he did defer to Joey Brunk on most of the questions, so I would say about 80% of the audio from the players is from Joey Brunk, not EJ. So, I'll stop blabbing, I'll get you to the press conference. Here is our post-game press conference with EJ Liddell, Joey Brunk, Chris Holtman, Tom Izzo, and Gabe Brown. Questions for Gabe? Gabe, yeah, defensively, what have been kind of some of the biggest issues the last two games that you guys have seen? Defensively, what would you say the last couple of games are some of the biggest issues for you guys out there? Uh, dribble penetration, dribble penetration, and um, post. Just people in the post. Wondering off the off the jump when they jumped off of that thirteen nothing lead. What's the conversation in that first time out that you took, and what did you guys do to kind of scrap back at that point? Uh, we were just trying to chip away. Um, we came out slow, which has, has been our mo this whole season, coming out slow. So we came out slow. They hit big, wide open looks, and yeah. Considering that we've seen a lot of the same. Sort of results the last few weeks. What is, what can you guys point to with one game left in the season to potentially try and turn this this thing around at this point? Uh, gotta come out, regroup, try to get a win on Sunday, senior night. So I'm try my best to go out there and get a win. What? How much was Brunk on the scouting report, and what was he doing to, to the you guys in the paint? Um, he was he, he wasn't even on the scouting report. I mean, he was on there. I played, he had like two clips of him. He played like in the last five games, he played like two, three minutes or something like that and hasn't scored a point. He had a phenomenal night tonight. Post, he posted well. He had his jump hook, uh, made his free throws, got rebounds. He did a good job tonight. Dig down. We got to start playing defense at the end of the day. Um, the offense is the offense. I don't care if shots go in, but we got to start playing defense. Obviously, playing for a legendary coach like Tom is uh, always high expectation. Um, unfortunately, it didn't go well for you guys tonight. But um, what's going to be the momentum going in to the next game? Uh, toughness, energy, <coughs> and winning. I mean, I, at this point, I just want to win. The, the turnovers again, uh, going the other way. And it seemed like, was it different tonight? Or what was maybe on the three-point arc, some of the issues in closing out? Um, they did a good job in transition. They had a lot of open looks in transition. Uh, we didn't contest some shots in the half court. They hit, they hit some good shots. That's about it. I'm just curious where the, I don't know, frustration is the right word. Or so I guess where's the mood of this team overall, considering the way the last, I don't know, four or five weeks have gone. Is frustrating a good word, or how would you describe it? I'm frustrated, for sure. I'm frustrated because I want to win as bad as anybody, and I know coach wants to win. I know my teammates want to win, but 
We gotta keep. We gotta keep chipping. We gotta keep digging. Have you seen him sit on a bench like that, like he did in the second half, for that long of a period of time? Who, who coach? He, he didn't seem like he was getting up and kind of getting into you guys. Like it was DJ and and Montgomery a little bit more. Um. Yeah. Uh, coach was frustrated. I mean, he's been frustrated for for the past couple weeks on how we've been playing, but we gotta find a way. Thanks, Gabe. I give Chris and Ohio State all the credit in the world. Um, they had some adversity and uh, never thought in a million years Joey Brunk. I recruited Joey. Great kid. I know he's been through more injuries and, and everything, but to get 18 points and tear us up like he did, um, I guess you could say it's my fault for not doubling him, but boy, if you have to double him, I think he averaged 1.1 points or something like that. Um, Shame on our guys. Um, we got off to a 16 to 2 start and it never really changed. Got it back to 2 and, and pretty soon back up to 10, and that's kind of where it stayed 90% of the game. Uh, we didn't get very good play out of key guys. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, Marcus played okay, um, Joey played okay, and Pi uh, Gabe, and, um, you know, Tyson. Uh, Better at the point, uh, AJ just, uh, you know, couldn't uh, do the things we needed done. But I think a big key for us is uh, two of our better players lately have been Malik and, uh, and Julius, and they struggled. So uh, hats off to Ohio State. They played well. Uh, hats off to Brunk, and uh, I thought the other kid that I mean, we all knew Liddell, and, and uh, Malachi, uh, you know, are, are really good players. That's not what beat us. What beat us is uh, their point guard and, and their center. And uh, I thought that was the uh, big difference in the game. Um, Wheeler, you know, ends up hitting four threes in the first half. He gets 18. And, Brown gets 18, and that was the game. Tom, I gave this a little bit too about where the frustration level is, and, and if frustration really is even the right word, how, how would you describe Anger. I'm, I'm angry with the way we played. Um, and don't anybody write that it was about the two days on the road and all that, because that, that, if we would have lost down the stretch and been fatigued, I could I could swallow that. but. This was the start. The start beat us, not the end. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm not real happy with uh, with how we play defensively. I, I'm not happy with our leadership right now. And uh, we got to find a way to regroup, and that's what we're going to do. I'm wondering, in that that fast start they got, it looked like they were getting turn those turnovers, the, the few that you had, into threes. threes. Yes. I mean, is that is there? A, I mean, even in the well, they're not even a real running. I mean, they're not a running, running team. It, it was, uh, you know, I, I felt that's where AJ just looked a little slow, and Malik, um, we just didn't get back. Malik, you know, 
calls on the ground and um, spends a little time there and they come down and hit a three. I mean, it, those things are inexcusable. So, uh, yeah, the frustration level is there, but I've been frustrated before. Tom, it seemed like as of a couple of games ago, you thought your defense was still holding up pretty well. Yeah. What do you kind of change the class to? That's a good question. Uh, I don't have a good answer for you, but we went from one of the better defensive teams in the league for, or in, in the league overall too, for probably 22 or three games. And now it's, it's kind of, you know, I mean, we shot 40, what, 46 and 50 and lose by 10 or 11 points, whatever it was. Um, that doesn't bold well between that and the 20 to 3 points up turnovers. And I mean, we had 13 of them. We had one when we just dribbled it off our foot. That was an incredible play, too, at the end. So you have 12 turnovers. That's, that's not outrageous for us. And uh, the 20 points to 3, uh, I think, tells you the job Chris did and his staff and his team. Tommy, Ohio State comes in, losers are too straight, disappointed. Did you sense a, a hungry team, and, and how do you prepare a team for what could be a, a team that desperately needs a win? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I mean, we've been there. Uh, I, I thought they did a, a great job. I, I would say one thing about this place. Um, I was disappointed in their fans. You know, I thought uh, the way his team has played and how hard they play, I, you know, this place should be rocking and packed. And, uh, so I can say that because, because I can't, because I, I believe it. But for them to come out and play like they did and, and hit the shots they did, I mean, Liddell hit a couple threes. I mean, uh, he's a very good player. I thought we did a decent job on Malachi most of the way, and he got some later. But it, it was it was Brunken, and Liddell's going to hit some shots. It, it, <laughs> I mean... If I really thought that, God, if I thought Wheeler was going to hit four threes in the first half, I would have bet my, my life on it. That's no insult to him. It just, but he did. And we weren't even doubling that. Like you said, that was a break. And uh, so a desperate team uh, played desperate, played very well. I know Malik fell the ankle. He's had some things going, but it's five of six games. I'm wondering what you're seeing and him that's different than when he had that yeah. surge in the middle of the last month. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing a guy that looks like like he's injured or something. You know, I don't know about him, and he's getting taped up out there. I I don't know. It says there's nothing wrong, but uh, and it's it, that's been an issue because he's one of our best players and uh, doesn't seem to be playing as hard as he was playing. And uh, talked to him about it. He says he is. So we just have to check the film out and see. If Ohio State, after two losses, is playing like a desperate team, what would you give, or what's it going to take for your team to start playing? Well, we're going to have to play desperate, too. And like I told you, the schedule has not been fun or easy. A lot of tough road games, and the home games were even tougher, you know, with two or three of the best teams, Wisconsin, um, Purdue, and Illinois in there. But uh, we're going to play desperate, you know. Um, I kind of like it. I think you really find out who your people are. And uh, I think uh, where I did give the fans a lot of credit, I think they lifted Joey Brunk. It's gotten to the point where if, I think when he sat down, they cheered. When he stood up, they cheered. He got the ball, they went eight. That was pretty cool, so that part was good. Hey, Coach. 
uh, what needs to change from the God perspective uh, leading to the tournament? Well, from the guard perspective, is that what you... Yes, sir. Uh, you, know, um, you know, AJ, I mean, it's hard to blame him. He's, he has been sick and has missed some time. And uh, I really thought tonight uh, we didn't think that... Uh, they did a good job, but in all honesty, we thought that uh, Tyson had some chances to shoot the ball and didn't shoot it, which was the problem early in the year. In the last couple of games, he's been shooting, so I think we got to keep doing that. You know, it's just guys have done a good job on Max, and uh, he's had some good looks tonight that he didn't hit, and he had some tough looks. Gabe is shooting the ball better, so our guard play has got to get better. We got to get AJ back playing better, and uh, Tyson looking for a shot. You've had a, one more question. You've had a, a pretty consistent career as a coach. Uh, this year, it's been kind of ups and downs a little bit. Um, what needs to be, what, needs, what do you suggest for your team to do in the Big Ten tournament to get a chance to get into the Big Nets? Well, I think I've got to do a better job, to be honest with you. Um, we don't look like a very well-coached team. I thought Chris's team looked very well-coached. Um, we just, we weren't moving the ball, uh, we're holding it. But, you know, I always look at our offense right now because we struggled with it a little bit. But again, you shoot 46 and 50 and lose easy. I mean, you give up. I think the first half it was like 60 and 60, 60 wasn't it? 60 and 61. Um, I've never seen those kind of numbers at Michigan State. So uh, I give Ohio State credit, and I give us blame for that. I'm wondering how you try and process that. Because I mean, when there's things that, you know, after 27 years here that you're seeing for the first time, how do you kind of try and find the way through it? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like I haven't had a couple tough times before. And, uh, you know, I, I look at games we've won. We've been in a, the schedule has made it difficult, uh, not games in a row, just the second half of the season schedule, and uh, you never get a chance to catch your breath. Or, but, uh, I don't think the way we're playing, I think our guys got to check their ticker a little bit because sooner or later you got to reach down and guard somebody. I mean, that's not a, a skill. That's an effort-related stat. And uh, I've always been able to get my teams to play harder. And right now I'm not, so that falls on me, and I'm going to have to try to fix it. Anything else for Coach? Thanks, guys. Sunday or Monday, so um, we needed to, to 
the play is going to happen. The game is happening regardless, and we just need to be prepared for it. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel confident getting the ball on the on the block, and um, something I've done my whole life playing, you know, with my back to the basket and playing confident, and um, you know, in their defense, it didn't have a whole lot to show on film for them, so they probably weren't wrong in, in not having a whole lot, so I don't blame them. EJ, uh, obviously everybody knows what you and Malachi are going to bring to this team every night. What, what Joey's doing, what he's doing, and Malachi, I mean, I'm sorry, not Malachi, but Jamari in four threes in the first half. How does that help you two out when you guys can basically, you know, does it make life easier for you two? Uh, of course, but I mean, I'm just happy to see everybody playing with confidence. Uh, Jamari shooting it, not hesitating. Uh, Joey getting the ball in the post and doing what he does best. And um, I just feel like everybody was playing with confidence today, and that was awesome to see. EJ, does uh, Joey give you guys buckets like that in practice, or have you seen that before? Uh, he doesn't give me buckets like that, but Zed for sure. <laughs> Zed, Kyle, everybody else, yeah. I'm joking, but I can't let him catch it that deep where he will shoot a hook shot. So. Uh, Joey, knowing that, that Zed and Kyle both couldn't play, um, I guess like when, when did you get the word that you were going to start and just how did you maybe try to frame your mind coming into this game knowing they were going to play you more minutes than you played in a while? Um, I mean, yesterday I had some, I was moved to team one, but I mean, nothing. It really wasn't like a, hey, you're starting. It wasn't like we sat down at a conference room and they broke the news to me. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to be prepared for whatever opportunity happened. And, um, you know, that's why you, that's why you stay ready and um, do the extra stuff. So if an opportunity comes, you're prepared for it. Uh, Joey, on Tuesday, uh, Hunter Dickinson pretty much fortunate to stay. Did you look at the film and see, like, hey, I can kind of do stuff like this with my footwork. I kind of have so much frame. I can kind of pull this stuff off. Um, I mean, we watched we watched some of their film, but it wasn't as much of, hey, I want to. Um, I just wanted to play play my game and, and, and do what I felt confident doing, um, in the flow of the game. Um, we saw the film, but it wasn't like, a, hey, I'm gonna do this X Y Z. It was just whatever the flow of the game provided. Yeah, we were talking about that. Tom Mizzo, he mentioned that he thought the fans gave you a lift. Uh, being that this is your first year at Ohio State, how did you feel the Buckeye Bathhouse and the rest of the fans in the shot supported you tonight? It was great. It was great. Um, I mean, since I've been 15 or 16 years old, I've always kind of been a spaz and played with emotion. Um, I've just kind of been who I am. Um, I don't, you know, I think that's, that wouldn't take a whole lot of looking up to see me yelling and all that. So. Yeah, I mean, I definitely play with passion. I feed off the crowd, and um, that's just part of me. And then DJ Tom also mentioned that it wasn't the end that beat us; it was the start. Just what was clicking there at the start of the game to get out to such a big lead and make all five of the first shots? I just, I just felt like we had a lot of energy today. I feel like we played together. Uh, like coach was telling us, trust the pass, uh, making one more passes, hitting the open guy, just being confident in yourself and shooting the ball. Uh, and we were open, we were just knocking them down, just playing hard, getting to our spots. So. Hey, Joey. <clears throat> Looks like you went from Southport to Portland to Butler to Indiana. Um, how does uh, playing for Ohio State and playing for 
a coach that used to coach uh, your former team and also playing against the gentleman sitting next to you over here, Mr. Lavelle. Um, how does that build your confidence tonight? Because what you, obviously everybody's talking about you, what you did was outstanding, but how are you able to compose yourself and focus on what needed to be done tonight? Um. I mean, there's the, 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 the nice part about, you know, playing with the guys here and playing for our coaching staff is there's a, there's a familiarity there of, like, you know, playing against them, knowing them, um, and all that. So there's a familiarity, which just kind of makes the transition easier. But, um, I mean, throughout the game, it was like, hey, the job's not finished. Uh, and the goal is to, to win the game. It, it really doesn't matter whatever EJ or I score. We're just trying to win. So it wasn't too wrapped up in that. So, Joey, until tonight, how had the reality of this year matched your expectations of how you'd be used in the minutes you'd get this year? Because you had one year left, you could have gone anywhere. I'm sure you evaluated a lot of places. I'm sure coaches' relationship with you out of high school entered into you coming here. But how did the reality up to tonight match to the expectations? Yeah, I mean, the reality was I wanted to play on the team that uh, was going to win and contend for a Big Ten championship, and um, you know that those goals are still still out there for us. Um, so I mean, yeah, it was just kind of part of it. And, you know, there's basketball. There's you know ups and downs that are with it, but you're not allowed to. Your emotion never, uh, you know, trumps winning. At the end of the day, winning is number one priority. One A. Everything else stays back seat. So. Uh, you know, I want to stay ready, be prepared for whatever opportunity came, and um, enjoy this last year, regardless of whatever that looks like. So, Joey, um, you had a whole bunch of dazzling moves today. What was going through your mind when you got the ball in the post? Um, go to work. That was uh, that was kind of the main thought of um, what I caught it was go to work. Just that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Do you have a favorite post move? Do you have a special name for any of your post moves? No, I don't really have a have a name for anything. Um, I don't know. I like shoot my my left my left hand hook, my right hand hook, whatever, whatever, whatever is there. What was your favorite moment of the game tonight? Was it the, the dunk at the end there? And how did you feel when that happened? My favorite moment was when the clock ran out and we were <laughs> celebrating uh, as a team. That was that was my favorite. moment. He's in line. It was definitely the dunk. Uh, Miles Malachi's was probably my favorite moment. Joey's was a close second. So I don't think I've had any game dunk in over probably two years. So it's been a little while since that's happened. <laughs> EJ, you guys were tired. It looked like the other night, two straight losses. You started that game well. To come out, start this game well, but to sustain it. What did that take effort-wise, given the schedule that you guys? Uh, I just felt like we played. I, I've, I've been saying this a lot, but I just feel like we played with confidence, honestly. Uh, Joey made a great point uh, after our last game. We had a sat down and talked. Everybody just gave out their thoughts, and Joey was like, it's not like the season's over. We still have a lot to play for. Uh, the sun's going to come up tomorrow, so we just had to uh, lead that in the past and just learn from that, uh, those two games. And we came out here and played with a lot of energy today, played very connected. Uh, guys on the bench were very involved, and I just felt like we came out here and competed. So. Connectedness was something that your coach was mentioning after the Nebraska game. I'm wondering, over the course of the last 48 hours, 
what does that look like in terms of you know creating an atmosphere or creating an offense that's connected as opposed to what you guys did? I guess what are you doing? Uh, I mean, all that stuff happens off the court. I mean, I trust everybody uh, who's on the court at the that time. Uh, and if a guy comes in off the bench, I mean, everybody has those big moments like Joey came in today. I trust him because I see the works he put in uh, after practice, before practice. And uh, just having confidence in each other uh, when it comes off the court, trusting them, knowing they're doing the right thing uh, and putting the work in to, to be uh, good. So. And, and, I mean, we know Jamari as kind of a guy that, you know, has the ability to step off offensively and as a guy who's kind of known for his defense and known for his defense. But what did he bring, I mean, tonight? It seemed like the four of you, whether it was uh, you guys, Malachi, and Jamari kind of were this team tonight. You guys kind of led together. What, what did he show? He shot the ball. Like, I'm just happy he shot the ball, didn't hesitate, and just stepped into it and shot it. Uh, I feel like when he hesitates and thinks about it and doubts himself a little bit, it's not going to go in. But when he just steps up and shoots the ball, uh, I think it's good most of the time, besides the one air ball he shot. But, yeah. All right, thank you. Thanks, guys. I just remember your last time. I just the last time the I should play pretty long, especially in state two years ago. Yeah, yeah. I got lost in traffic. Watch for twenty twenty. Guys, um, obviously a good win for, for our team um, over a good Michigan State team that uh, you know I've got a tremendous amount of respect for their team and obviously their program. Um, you know, I just I I, can't, I I I would like to say this. You know, I, you know when you get into a league, you um, it's you can be, it can be pretty obviously competitive and pretty combative and and. Um, you know, guys can get uh, isolated, um, but Tom has been an unbelievable uh, friend, resource, mentor, whatever you want to call um, uh, to me. He really has, and um, you know, I've I've called him on a number of occasions and asked you know ask his advice on things and tried to pick his brain. And uh, uh, we were even texting last night after we both lost. Um, back and forth while they were on the bus. So there's just, you know, I just really appreciate that from a guy who's a Hall of Famer, who's one of the best to ever do it. And he is, he is, you know, he's one of the best to ever do it. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, publicly say that. He, he means a ton to me. And uh, I'm sure he's not gonna want, maybe wanna talk to me for a minute, but I, I look forward to us reconnecting um, because he's, he's really, it's a special relationship for me. So, good win for our guys. Really happy for our team. Really happy for Joey. Really happy for Joey. When we talked to Joey, he said that he made the point to guys that the sun was going to come up and then things are never as bad as maybe they seem in the moment. To go from where you were 48 hours ago to where you are right now, did you learn anything about this team's mental makeup to shake off a loss like that and also Kyle being out and being yeah. shorthanded against a team like this team? Yeah. Um, you know, I think, Adam, to be honest with you, we, I knew the matchup the other night was going to be a really hard one based on seeing them on film. 
Um, and not that I didn't think this was going to be hard. I knew this one was going to be a hard one too. But, you know, you look at like a team like Nebraska, you look at their numbers and the season and kind of what their record is. And it's just not indicative of their talent level or kind of how they were playing at the moment. So I think you have to look at that. I mean, no one did to Penn State what those guys did to Penn State on the road. And they started to play, they started to really play well, and they're, and they're talented. So uh, I knew uh, once we, you know, once Kyle went out, because it, it didn't allow us to be as switchable defensively as I would have liked to have been when they went small, um, I knew that was going to be a real challenge. So I think when I watched the film, I wasn't as alarmed. I was disappointed because I thought defensively we still have a long ways to go. I feel like that after tonight's second half as well. But I wasn't as alarmed maybe as... as people might have thought I would be and I think with this game I'm excited I'm happy I feel great about it. I'm happy for our guys but I also know we have work to do to get better if, we, if we're gonna you know play well on Sunday even given all that you this could have spun another way and sure looking at a really dumb bad stretch to end the season especially sure. like I said being out Kyle uh, yeah what what did it take for your guys to take some of those yeah. lessons and take advantage of that matchup those matchups and, and find a way to ride Joey Brunch will win I think some really Really, um, we, it was an important film session for us yesterday. I didn't think we trusted the pass offensively at all. I didn't think we trusted each other defensively, and I didn't think we were connected defensively on much of the game at all. And we had, we weren't in a good frame of mind. But having said that, we were also playing a team that was playing really well. I just think we had to have some, some kind of internal conversations about things both we need to do better and. And, uh, but I've, I've not really doubted this group to respond uh, this year. We haven't been in that position before where we've lost two in a row and we've also are down two really important players. So uh, I think it was you know, a little bit to me like, okay, how are we going to respond tonight? Um, because it was a, that's a difficult thing to be in. Chris, you were talking about after the Nebraska game, the lack of offensive connectedness that you guys had. And I'm curious about what these past 48 hours were like in terms of watching that and kind of what led to kind of the offensive explosion you guys had. A lot of film work where we just missed making the right pass. Yeah. And it's not, I don't think it was because of selfishness. I think it was more a byproduct of guys really trying hard to win. But sometimes when you press and you really try hard to win, um, and you force the issue, it, it doesn't end up working out. And I thought we had too many times we forced the issue, really in the last two games, and we didn't trust each other enough. And we also didn't make some open shots. In the Maryland game, we did not make some open shots. And we missed, and we made the, some open shots here today. And was there, was there a sigh of relief from that 13-0 run to start? Did you see kind of like that offensive moment? No, you're never relieved in the first four minutes of the game. You know, I mean, it's nice to see us make some open shots, but. Um, I think that was good, but it's, it's you know, you never, you never relaxing at that moment. To what degree did Joey surprise you tonight? You know, I, I'm just so happy for the kid. Um, I don't know that he surprised me with his ability to score because um, I've, I've seen that for a couple of years and I've seen it in practice and um, the reality is we've just, we've had a little bit of depth there, so it's, it's, it's kind of forced him to the bench more than I would have liked and I'm sure more than he would have liked but it's an unbelievable testament to the kid and when you think about it, he's had he's had multiple DNPs coaches decision um, he's he's been as in, as invested in our team as anybody anybody on our team 
I mean, he's just been invested as E.J. Liddell, as Kyle Young, as our captains, fully invested. And I think it's a great sign of character. And I, you know, I've said that about the kid, you know, all like I've said it. He's, you know, he's got tremendous maturity, tremendous character. Um, and I'm just really happy for this moment for him. The kids had, you know, when you lose a, a dad um, and, you know, we were right there with them, um, you know, that changes you. And uh, I just am I'm, um, really happy for him. So when you get a guy from the portal who is has his profile, you're competing with other people for him. You obviously had a relationship with him. And I would assume you paint a vision of what his role will be. And I'm assuming it's not been what you painted it as. How do you, if I'm right, how do you then, I mean, how does that make you feel as the season goes along? It's hard. What you've had with him in the past. Yeah, I didn't try to exaggerate what his role was going to be. It's a good question. I didn't try to exaggerate what his role was going to be. But I'm, I'm sure, you know, he didn't necessarily know that there were times where he, you know, he wouldn't play, you know. So he's handled it with incredible maturity and he stayed ready. And I think there was probably a point in the season where he just said, hey, listen, I'm all in with the Buckeyes. This is my final year. I'm going to do this the right way. I'm all in. And uh, he's been incredible on scout team. He's been on scout team now for two-thirds of the season. He and Jimmy both. And he and Jimmy Sotos have been unbelievable on scouting. Like, energized, compete. Coach Wendy Anitas there. It's a testament to Jimmy Sotos and, and, uh, and uh, Joey, really is. You talk about being so happy for him. I know you're in the middle of a Big Ten matchup, but when you hear the fans chanting Joey, and every time he touches the ball, they're screaming. Could you feel that a little bit as a coach? Did, you, did that pick the team up? Oh, I'm sure it did. Yeah, they, they loved it. His teammates loved it. You should have seen them in the locker room. I mean, they, they loved it. I, I don't know what this is. I have no idea what all, all that is. I, I still don't know. I don't, I don't know. I guess i got to ask now what it is. But uh, they were all doing it, and they did it because Joey uh, is doing it. So, you know, when Zed dunks, he raises the roof. And now when Joey scores, he does this. So it must be a five-man thing. But... I don't know what it is, but they can keep doing it as long as he's playing like this. They were really happy for him, and so was I. You talked so much about finding other scorers on this team, and you've said a lot this season you want Jamar to shoot. Yeah. Were you happy with what you saw? Today? Yeah, he's just got to take the right ones, you know. I just think he's so used to just playing off of others, and you, you just – I have to keep – I'm going to have to remind him every game, you know, because the last two teams really didn't guard him much. And uh, he can't be out there if they can't guard him, or if they're not going to guard him. And, and they should guard him because he's a good shooter. Um, so, you know, we can't play five on four. We can't play five on three, or three on five. It's just not, not going to lead to good offense. Coach, tonight you had uh, 20 points off 13 takeaways. And you only gave up three points off of your 10 mistakes. I know a lot of times games can swing looking at those numbers. Yeah. How pleased pleased were you with kind of the way you responded when you guys struggled and and the way you made them pay for the mistakes? Yeah, I thought we did a good job converting off off turnovers. I thought we did a really good job converting off their turnovers. I thought we were really good in transition. Um, And we know they're they're much different at home. Their pace is different different at home um, and their energy is different at home. But the bottom line is I thought we did a good job with that. We did a good job for the most part taking care of the ball. 
and, and being really efficient offensively. My, my biggest complaint is I didn't like our second half defensive effort. That's my biggest frustration with tonight. That we'll, we'll address and film tomorrow, but offensively we were, we were really good. You guys got one more now. Um, I was taking care of business against Michigan right now, and obviously they'll play Illinois this weekend. Um, given the injuries you guys have, yeah. I'm not sure if you guys know when Kyle or Zed will be back. Um, how valuable, how important is it to you know, one win, but then on Sunday, yeah. but more importantly, get that double buy. So maybe it gives those two an extra day for one of those guys. Yeah, it, it's important for a lot of reasons, and you mentioned them there. Um, and, you know, we'll probably talk about that. I don't want to overdo it um, because I want to focus on us, the things that I think are important that would put us in that position versus just, you know, the outcome. But um, certainly that, that, that there's some important stuff with that, with our injury situation. I don't know when those guys are going to be back right now. I really couldn't give you an update on, on when they're going to be back. Um, so, yeah, that's, it's, it's important. Yeah, it's important because it's, but it's it's not the it's, it's obviously not to be all end though. I want I want to improve in the areas we need to improve in as we head to the postseason. Chris, Joey's going to get the headlines tonight, but you got offensive con contributions from a number of guys. Defense, <clears throat> first half at least, guys were, were making some plays. I think most people would have thought EJ Malachi had to carry you guys back to a win, but it was kind of across the board. Is that really what this team needs to be? Yes. Yeah, it has to be that. I think in you know in crunch time we know where it's probably going to be in a couple guys' hands, but they have to make the right play in those situations and pass to the open man. But um, yeah, I think we just pressed too much offensively, really the last two games, and we didn't um, trust the pass enough. We just didn't trust the pass enough, and we have to, and we need more balance. And you mentioned Joey has kind of been behind other guys. Assuming these guys come back, what do you do with him now that he's had a game like this and show him? What I'll say to you about this is this was also a good matchup for him. Um, um, and Joey, and he knows this, he's got to continue to defend the post better. The biggest thing for him is he's got to, his ball screen defense. Um, but certainly he's earned the opportunity to, um, um, you know, to, and we're going to need him here, certainly this, this, next, this next few games until those guys get back or if, even if they get back. I um, mean, even if they get back the next game. Did you come into this because of the matchup and, you know, Hunter had a big game against them the other night. Did you come in thinking you could run stuff for Joey the way you guys started to, I guess, throughout the course of the game? Yes. And I, I, were you, I don't know if surprise is the right word, like he gave him the ball, he, he did what you wanted, he handled that work, workload about as well as he could. He did. He did. Yeah, Bill, we, I, I, we did come in thinking that he was going to be a guy we were actually going to run stuff for. Um, partly because we've seen it in practice. We've seen him score consistently in practice. Um, um, so we did feel like he was capable of that. Um, we just had to get him to his spots. Um, now, I think he, he was probably even better than I thought, but we, we did uh, go in saying we need to utilize him. And um, I guess I'm not asking you to speak for, for Tom necessarily, but I'm sure you've been in situations where a guy you probably didn't prepare for much just kind of went off. Yeah. on your team yeah like what what is that like as a coach as you're trying to figure out like where did this guy come from how do we stop him he, he knows him um I, I think he you know i don't know how he would feel uh whether he would say surprised or not joey played well against him when when he um he was in indiana and they played i think he had maybe 14 and 6-1 game against him so i think i think you know tom's aware of him tom's probably saying i don't know what holt's doing not playing him. like what an idiot that's probably what tom's thinking but uh um 
But I think probably, I don't know how surprised he was. But he might have been surprised how much we went to him. We asked Coach Izzo about Jamari and kind of said, you know, he hit four threes in the first half. And he said something like, if I had known that he hit four threes, I'd bet my life against that or something. In the first half, are you drawing those shots for him? And in previous games, are you drawing those up or are you just telling him, you know, just be opportunistic. If it's there, if they sag back, just do it. Yeah. Um, we thought they were going to dig hard off of him in the post and uh, do what other teams have done uh, these last couple games. And really, the, the, a lot in this in league play. Um, and we just have tried to show him on film, you know, you're open. They have to pass to you. You've got to shoot it. It's that simple. you got to get up on the line. They have to pass to you. You have to shoot it. Um, now, he took a couple in transition maybe that were a little bit you know, surprising to me, but he was in a good rhythm. But um, uh, yeah, I would. I I, I might have thought, hey, he's gonna he's gonna make four threes in this game. I, I wouldn't have guessed in the first half. Is that half an aspect of his game that you thought you were getting when you pulled him out of portal, or is that something that you've kind of learned as the season's gone on? Yeah, we did think he could be a good three point shooter. Yes, because he he showed that his last year against us. We played there last year, and he made I think three or four in the game. He's got good touch. Um, it's just a matter of his shot prep has to get there. So we, we did feel like that was an aspect. We thought, you know, playmaking, he wasn't going to be able to maybe do some of the things that like us, CJ or Dwayne could do, but we felt like he was going to be able to catch and shoot and be a real threat. He's got to continue to do that. Hey, Coach. Obviously, a non-conference game against Duke, you guys dominated from beginning to end and, you know, taking down the number one team in the country. But things have changed, injuries, um, Big Ten Conference yeah. uh, tournament is coming up uh, with, I know everybody's talking about Georgia and whatnot, it's only one game, but what I saw tonight was something that it was incredible, because obviously the fans speak for itself. But what can, what some of the judgment can you guys make? Because usually the bench players come up big, but I know uh, you guys were outscored tonight 36 uh, to 3. But the inside of the paints was incredible. Yeah. Always present. So what adjustment can you guys With our make? bench play, you're saying? Not just bench players, but some of the adjustment that can be made when it comes to the conference and then the big thing. I think it's that. We have to trust the pass more offensively, and we've got to be positionally better defensively, and we have to finish and rebound rebound the ball better. Those are really the things we're, we're, we're putting in front of our guys that we have to we have to do better with that those are the biggest things and uh, I think if we do that we'll put ourselves in in, in, in better position for sure is Kyle in concussion protocol um, I think that was did we put that out there yeah yeah no, I didn't see that okay yeah it was uh, I think I think uh, Gary put it out right I didn't put in the it just put it in some yeah yeah yeah, right. yeah. Okay. yeah. Any, do we have one more or no no right, okay all right. Thanks, Chris. Okay, guys.